Hello, I'm Joe, your dungeon master for this exciting Alchemist's Club adventure. Joining us today, we have... Daniel, playing Ched for this exciting Alchemist adventure. Hey, all Playing Desmond, the cleric, who is excited about the adventure. I'm Zach, and I play Farrakh, who's always excited for adventures. Unless they're dumb. I'm, I'm Matt, and yeah, I play Leolin. I didn't know this was an adventure. I'm Waffle, and I'm excited. Last time, the party finally arrived in Agaton, where they were promptly arrested for breaking curfew after noticing that several buildings had been burnt down or converted into government structures. In addition, Desmond tried to resist arrest, and so got special treatment. Uh, the party was then interrogated under suspicion of being arsonists and murderers. When you wake up, well, I'll need everybody to make perception checks. Oh, God. Five injections. Number <laughs> <laughs> thirteen. Gotten the old rabies shots. <laughs> Fourteen one. to the stomach. Twenty-one. Okay. Nineteen. Nineteen. Twenty-one. Let's see. <laughs> I think I get plus six to that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a nine. I'll take it. Okay. Chad and Terajux. Eleven. Uh, yeah, I said a thirteen. Okay. I'm going to trade out my shocking grasp cantrip for light. Okay. But I don't think there's anything else I want to change. Can you swap cantrips? After a long rest. Well, I mean, it says spells. I was looking I at think, I don't. I think that doesn't apply to cantrips because they're like... Change your little things. Prepared spells. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll leave it alone. Okay. So everybody that got above a 15, you can hear... An argument drifting up the stairs. Uh, a woman is exchanging heated words with with a man. It's not the guard captain. Huh. Uh, you can't really make it out, make out what she's saying or what either of them are saying. Uh, but it's clear that they are deeply unhappy with each other. Is her voice familiar? Oh yes, you okay. you recognize this voice, Falrock. Crap. Only fall does, does everybody else recognize their voice yeah. too? <laughs> <laughs> no, just fall rock. Okay. And I should have, I should have, I should have blown this joint. Would you have been able to escape? Yeah, just turn into like a spider or a lizard. Oh, yeah, walk out, fair. crawl through the bars. I was, I was planning like a little secret mission where I steal the keys and let everybody out, and then cast, <laughs> cast pass without a trace and have us all sneak out, but. <laughs> that all seems like a great plan now. <sighs> uh, and after a couple minutes of this, the uh, the man goes, "Fine, take them." No. And you hear a door slam. We're in trouble. And uh, you hear somebody coming up the stairs. And Farak, the door swings open, and on the other side, you see uh, Amber Strakelin. 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 Yeah. Something like that. Um, it's been I, I never, I never pronounced it out loud without a dwarven accent. So okay, well, I, <laughs> however you want to pronounce it is fine. <laughs> I do not have it in me to to do a dwarven accent, so that, you get Strakeholm, and she is red in the face and clearly furious, and she doesn't say anything. She just hugs you. I hug her back. Sorry. There's Sorry for you're... what? Well. Just, this isn't your fault. Well, sounds like I caused some trouble, and well, not that that's anything new, but I'm I'm trying to be different. So, sorry. Look, let's go somewhere a little friendlier, and we can we can catch up then. Sure. She stomps down the hall and opens all of your, the doors and lets everybody out of their their rooms. Huzzah! So. So yeah, so you're sitting in your room, you hear the, the door slams open, and there is an extremely angry dwarven woman on the other side, and she just like jerks her thumb over her shoulder and turns around and goes to the next door. I, I make I, sure she gets a winning smile when she comes to my door. I am sheepishly following behind saying, it's all right, come on. Hello? It's all right. She's, she's a friend, come on. So, good thing we didn't decide to kill anyone. Mm-hmm. Well, no. I mean, is this our lawyer? Uh, <laughs> I'm not 100% certain. 
Did we just postpone? So. Pretty much. <laughs> us out. Let's we, let's leave it at that. We'll much. we'll deal with all the gallery of it later. Am I getting my stuff back? Oh, that is important. Yeah, uh, Amber, they they, <laughs> they took stuff. our They're spell like, components. <laughs> I can't cast magic missiles. I want my crossbow. <laughs> I need that chest piece. Is that also like locked up? Um, and my parchment. <laughs> it's it literally everything. Continue to thing. Just listing <laughs> off. Yeah, somehow without parchment, I've still made an itemized list. Of course. I want everything that was in my bag plus a little bit extra that's laying around. Yeah, uh, I got impaled for that crossbow. I'm not about <laughs> it. She stomps down the stairs, and there is a pile of your various items uh, nice. on a table. Take my all right. Take Back up, lot. Is this guard captain like observing us, or is he sulking somewhere? Oh, he's he's there uh, with two other guards, and he's just he's watching you with narrowed eyes. I give him the most pleasant smile. And he taps his hands on the table in front of him. Yeah, and then Amber leads you out, and uh, you can see that there are people out and about now in town, bustling to and fro, going to shops, buying things, day-to-day business in the, uh, the city of Agaton. You can see smoke from like the it. forges hanging over the buildings. This is much more like it. So when we get a good little distance away from uh, the jail, I'm just kind of like, so, Falrock, can you inter- introduce us to oh, our... Oh, sorry. Uh, everyone, Amber Strakel. Amber, okay. this is uh, Ched, Desmond, Leyland, Tara Jux. <laughs> sure, whatever. Yeah. And she, that may yeah. be my given name. <laughs> that's not what I go by. <laughs> that's not who I am. <laughs> she grumpily shakes each of your hands. For those of you that would like to shake her hand. I oh, shake yeah. it, but I'm not enthused by any of this. Just remember it's wet. Anybody down the line that goes after me? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do give her a heads up about that. He's sticky. Get a fist bump. <laughs> uh, and she leads you across town to the fainting goat. And uh, Amber sweeps you into the fainting goat, which is currently empty at the moment, um, with the exception of the bartender, one Alberic Loder, also a dwarf, who is organizing his uh, his bottles behind the bar. He says, Amber, what of Falrock? Yeah. Arjax. I ask how you are, but it things like, seems like things aren't exactly great, are they, Albrecht? No, uh, they are, in fact, quite bad. Yeah. Uh, these are my compatriots. And I, I run through the list again. Also still mentioning that Desmond is moist or sticky or whatever it is. Just wet. Wet is fine. <laughs> don't, need to, don't need to overcomplicate it. <laughs> he's, uh, he's arguably the least sticky person in the party. Potentially. I mean, you would think that, but somehow. (laughs) It depends. It depends on the time of day. Yeah, but on like a really dry day, he's actually kind of sticky. He does not shake hands. He just nods over the bar. And it should have to get back here. Um, So how long have your guards sucked? Uh, Oh, (laughs) well, it's been been a, a few months, about six months. Since things have uh, taken taken a turn to the worse here for us, what with the arsons and uh, then the justice coming up and bringing the militia with him, what what started all this? Was that guy militia or a local homegrown asshole? No, that's mm. that's militia. I can tell you that much. Most of the people up here wearing Aldroxian colors are part of the of the militia, although. I think the Justice has a couple of his personal guards here as well. Well, things uh, months ago, that's right around when Balrock's grandfather died, right? Yeah, that about lines up, I suppose. That was when the first fire happened. So Um, what's the deal with this? Is there, who's, I guess that they haven't found who's going around burning things, but why? 
Any ideas? Well, the building that burned down happened to be the uh, the uh, Aldraxian emb- uh, embassy emissaries uh, home with him inside. Uh, that'd do it. Our uh, our dear Justice Slydict arrived shortly thereafter with his uh, with the judiciary militia to put the town back in order. And since then, there have been more arsons, largely centering around buildings containing numbers of uh, militia or Eldraxian sympathizers, and mm-hmm. uh, things have been getting steadily worse as the justice tries to figure out who is setting the fires and preventing them from happening again. So, so hold on. So the Frosty Hilltop got caught up in all this? Yeah, that was the militia's favorite hangout. Ah. <sighs> Was uh sad to see him go. Had good gin. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it'll be a shame to all see right. this whole town burn down. Yep. Thanks he, for all the fish. <laughs> he squints at you. It's like that's an odd thing to say. Well, I mean, I'm just extrapolating. <laughs> that sounds uh, like somebody who enjoys lighting fires would say. Obviously, <laughs> this justice is incompetent if he hasn't stopped it yet. Ooh. Burn. That's not an unfair. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an we're, unfair, we're unfair thing to say back about in the jail. It's, it really sounds like someone other than this justice should probably do something about it, huh? Possibly. 100 gold pieces, and I won't accept any less. 100 gold pieces for what? I don't know. What, what about Fall Rock's family? Well, where, where, where are they? Well, it. There's not exactly many dunkills here. It's mostly me and my granddad. Is this your sister or what? Oh, uh, okay. No, uh, we're, we're friends. Just friends. And Just friends. Cough uncomfortably. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, uh, Ed and Winry and Fullmetal Alchemist. We're just like, oh, no, we're friends. We're all-time friends, yeah. yeah. And this question comes at precisely the moment that Amber realizes that your beard is like a foot shorter than it used to be, and she's, like, <laughs> feeling it. Is she feeling it? Yeah. Is that um, something kinda... dwarves can do in public? <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of just gently, while, like, blushing profusely, just, like, push her hand away. It's like, yes, I know. Reason for apology. Um, the braiders are gone. It was, what uh, happened to you? Well, a lot of us got captured. For <coughs> unknown. Uh, we woke up, shaved, and in the rags, escaped the place, and have been running away from whatever was after us since then. And the less that I tell you, the the better it is. Now we're best friends. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, Alberic, like winks at you from across the bar and says, Sounds like a good night. Uh, <laughs> totally missing the tone of the conversation. Alberic. <laughs> <laughs> Very much the opposite. Here a player asked if, in this universe, female dwarves have beards. I am purposefully leaving that entirely ambiguous. I've always thought no, because the PHB does, has a female dwarf in one of their artwork, and she does not have a beard. I, I, had, I was actually considering this yesterday, and I briefly entertained the idea of being like, no, of course they don't have beards. They have killer mustaches, though. (laughs) (laughs) But no, like on the PHB, the first page of the PHB for dwarves, that's a female dwarf. No beard. Mm -hmm. We're not Tolkien. (laughs) Well, Salvatore writing writing for for Watsi, his his female dwarves had beards. Salvatore is an (laughs) author of middling quality. (laughs) On a good day. Oh, shot fired. Uh, oh, no, he, is, he is not great, no. no. But yeah, he, he was he's, hired by wizards. He's renowned. He's not he's exceptional. Renowned. Exactly. <laughs> he's prolific. He is known. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. He He's dealt combat damage to a player. He's renowned. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> One of the most terrible magic mechanics ever. Sorry. Had to make the joke. So anyway, you have this this nice little catch up session, and uh, Amber says you should see your grandfather. We we wanted to wait for you, but at some point we had to hand him over to the stone shapers. Yeah, yeah, I expected that much when I realized how long we've been 
locked up and unconscious. We only woke up a couple weeks ago? Something like that. Yeah. Give or take. I mean, you also have to remember the timey-wimey traveling time. Yeah, we've been to the other place. Yeah. This is why I don't yeah, keep we left that out. It's just I think, it's I think it's been more like a month at least. Okay. Yeah. I don't we think it's in... been that long. No. It was well, we got we got jumped by the Fae, so I'm not sure if that's just distance or time. So That's true. We never really checked. No. I think you did though, didn't you? You checked yeah. at least the amount of time that the fire had been burning. Yes. Leolin no, did. No, but like the from the teleport. Like whether right. that was instant or not, because we knew we were in the Fey realm about a day, mm-hmm. but we don't know if the jump yeah. was instantaneous or not. Yeah, still, and it doesn't it, matter because the past is an illusion. A few weeks, maybe a month. <laughs> so yes, we've been uh, out of it before that. One lunar cycle. I guess we could tell that. Oh yeah, yeah. I forget that the moon does that. The moon does things. We we've had this discussion about the moon before, right? Uh, is there more than one? There I'm trying no. to remember because I also toyed with the idea of there not being a moon. Sounds yeah. dangerous. I'm and in. I'm trying to remember if we actually established that in <laughs> canon on air or not. Oh no. I mean, if there was a moon, it's gone. She's gonna cut it out. Rapid, rewind five. It's okay. Once we get a fan base, they'll be able to exhaustively comb the canon and tell us. Yeah, I can't wait for the flood of angry emails two years from now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, at least we'll know people are listening. Yeah, that's fair. We have my wife as a follower and a presumed bot. You know what? They're worse than That's that. a stable foundation right there. Yeah, we is. can build an empire. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Where were we? Arson. How long we've been? Oh, we've been on the right. Moon, which has only been about a month, but maybe Let's go see your dearly departed Peppy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Pay respects. That's kind of the whole point in coming here is paying respects. So. Are they? Are they okay? And she huh? tilts her head at. Everybody else in the party. I'm just picking my nose. Oh. I've been better. I'm staring yeah. at a... Uh, She's ignoring all of you. No, I, I'm well aware. They're all right. I think They're after this, I'd like to stay at a buildings for a day, but... We're, we're harmless. <laughs> okay, well, you're not going to enjoy this next part. And she... And oh, well, Farak, what is she talking about? <laughs> uh, wow. Farak and Amber both stand up and go around the bar... And Albrecht pulls uh, a lever on one of the, like the tap on one of the barrels behind him. Oh, and, and dang, uh, don't tell anyone else about this. Do you have a secret lair? I just hold thumbs up as we go down. That's yeah, awesome. a staircase, like part of the bar <laughs> descends into a staircase going down into the ground. Are you short, Batman? Because you really should have told us you were short, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. This is a, an enclosed space. Ched, I'm not going to judge you if you hold my hand. In <laughs> I ask that you not judge me if I hold your hand. Okay. Yeah, we can hold hands. All That's right. cool. We're friends. We're friends. Yeah. Okay. Deep breaths. <sighs> okay. I trust Fall Rock's architecture. I trust Fall Rock's architecture. Okay, let's do this. You descend into or down the staircase and into the city of Agaton Under. Oh. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you come out on kind of a balcony overlooking a fairly large cavern. Oh, thank goodness. It's spacious. It's not like the Great Hall of Moria spacious, but it's large enough to house several buildings, and you can see tunnels leading off of it as well. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there thinking, uh, yeah, I'm sure they had a cavern to start with. It wasn't like <laughs> they cut all this from like solid rock or something. <laughs> you remember all those architectural things that we do with rocks instead of eat them? 
And I just sort of <laughs> hold my hands out. Where did all the rubble go? <laughs> what do you think built the rest of this? I don't know. I'll be honest. I would prefer it with a sky, but this is pretty cool. That's probably the best compliment I could have expected. <laughs> and uh, you can see that there are several forges down here working away along with a variety of shops, etc., etc. It's basically there is a second functional city underneath Agaton. Populated entirely by dwarves. This place uh, oh. already seems better. Yeah, mm -hmm. are there like uh, little caverns or tunnels? Like, does this lead to some other like larger uh, network of, of caverns? Uh, you can see that from the central cavern, there are other there are other tunnels kind of leading away. I pull a um, a lock of bloodhound fur out of my spell component bag and start ritual casting. Okay. okay, so you plop down on the balcony overlooking cavern <laughs> as everybody else goes down the stairs. I can walk. Yeah. It takes 10 yeah. minutes to cast gonna, a ritual. I'm going to stay yeah, there. Yeah, I, mean, you have to, I have to just sit here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you like draw a circle and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's okay, I won't abandon you. Kalima! <laughs> and uh, Amber just like turns and is like, what are you doing? I don't know, Chad needs to do a thing. We'll catch up. We will get lost within minutes down here. Yeah, and I don't like want you to. Have... Uh, I'm looking for something. What? What are you looking for? Did you lose your contacts on the floor? I get down there with him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not seeing it down here, Chad. I think it may have fallen out earlier. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm looking for a giant wolf spider. What? Well, if they're giant, oh, you don't get down on the floor. <laughs> you're, you're a what? <laughs> I'm looking for I, giant wolf spiders. I would like to remind everybody that we are in a no idea that this is something <laughs> to do. This oh, is the God. first they have heard of it. Oh God! I yeah, like, so if I like think about giant wolf spiders and look at this this bloodhound fur long enough, just like concentrate. I could find them if they're nearby. Well, you know what? You also need to think about them in their dwarven tongue. Called a chungus. <laughs> <laughs> Amber, <no. laughs> All right, Chad, we'll go look for a giant chungus later. <laughs> all right, all right. I think this is the second time that this is <laughs> this has come up on air. The uh, the chungus, probably. Oh my god. <laughs> Man, people in like 2023 are gonna come read these archives and be like, oh, old memes. Yeah. <laughs> so 2023 it'll be on the downturn, but in 2028, and will be back in. Yeah. You archive listeners, uh, we're busy living in 3019. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay that just <sighs> happened and <laughs> that as far as i'm concerned that's canon <laughs> change it now <laughs> all right amber lead the way uh amber takes you down um a couple of side tunnels with like until, a throat <laughs> shot until you eventually reach the dwarven equivalent of a cemetery um spooky it's a very large Carven Hall, there are uh, statues spaced every five feet or so of dwarves. Um, on either side of the statues are pillars engraved with uh, dwarven runes. Ruins. Runes. That'd be funny if they had just like pictures of crumbling buildings drawn. <laughs> Amber. And this, this hallway, this hall is almost as big as the cavern that you, the, like the original cavern of Agaton Under. It's not full, but there are probably about 300 or so statues down here. Now, only the most illustrious people get to be buried here, right? Or the equivalent of being buried? You have no idea. Wow. That's Desmond's head cannon. And Amber leads you down a couple rows and then uh, further down the hall until they stop. she stops before a statue of your grandfather. And... Uh, the pillars next to him in uh, Dwarven list out, you know, more or less his life story abridged. Falrock tears up a bit. Um, 
Yeah, they sure did him justice, that's for sure. God, all I can think about is like the Dwarf Fortress procedurally generated tomb. (laughs) (laughs) There's an image of a dwarf engraved on the stone. It is high quality. The dwarf is screaming. There is cheese. Oh, God. The cheese is on fire. The dwarfs are fighting the dwarfs. The dwarfs are fighting the elephants. The elephants are fighting the elephants. Um, uh, so, Farag, you would, as a dwarf, know that it is tradition for, when a dwarf dies, for them to be actually turned into stone. Mm-hmm. How do they do that? Like, they, do they just literally flesh use, like, flesh to stone? Mm-hmm. Oh, so this is, like, the most lifelike statue I've ever seen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's there's an entire guild of they're not quite taxidermists because they don't masons. like yeah grave masons whose job it is to arrange the body into a lifelike pose and then a cleric will will cast it into the stone. Boy, they really captured his likeness. Yeah, I assume. No, yeah, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I don't know. Maybe they did some touch up work. That's him, Chatterjux. That's. That's him. Well, yeah. No, I I see the plaque. I can't read it, but I, I, I would hope moment, this is the right guy. I take a moment to explain to Tarachex. No, he, he's his body is turned to stone. Oh, how big of a giant a hole you were! <laughs> uh, I I shiver a little bit because to me that sounds like a fate worse than death. But I guess dwarves like it. I mean, he's already dead. So yeah, yeah. No, um. Uh, I guess this is as good a time as I need to bring it up. Um, Falric, if I die, uh, can you just like throw me off a cliff or something? <laughs> really? Just a cliff? You don't want to go over the edge? Well, yeah, the edge cliff. Yeah, I mean, cliff it, edge. Okay, everyone's cool. got their own traditions. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Just, I just realized now that I never told any of you what to do if, you know. <laughs> The worst were to happen. Set me on fire and throw me off a mountain. <laughs> Herculean. <laughs> wow, yeah, it really makes you think. The whole life story boiled down to that. I can't read it, but boy, it looks like he did a lot. Perlith. Mm-hmm. What was yeah. he like? Well, he's a good man. He's tough, that's for sure. The, uh... His old saying is, you never got something right the first time, so you always had to do things twice. Hmm. Always had to be better. <laughs> it's, yeah, the forge we run, well, not we, he ran, called the Reforge, because if anybody ever made a mistake, he'd be the one to fix it. Twice, of course, you know, as is tradition. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> My people call that OCD. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the concept of going back and redoing something's a little foreign. So I'm like, huh? Terrajux is having a lot of horizons expanded. Yeah, I, I'm today. kind of like mm-hmm. a one and done. So it's like, huh? Weird. All right. I uh, I turned to Amber and I asked, so yeah, so but you they... only have to skin it once. <sighs> yeah. Wow. They have this argument. In front of <laughs> Farrakh's grandpa's grave. <laughs> yeah. While he's uh, mourning. <laughs> so he turns to Amber and he says, so have you had the, the funeral itself yet? Or is, I expect you have. It's been a while. Is it customary to leave an offering or... Well, we can leave the cat we just skinned. Oh my oh god. god. Both is of I, you. <laughs> I, like, I have some gold. I don't know. Is that, is that a thing you do? No, I don't... Because the only way I know how to honor the dead is to just throw stuff into the void. Well, don't... Throw stuff in the void. That's wasteful. Don't do that. I don't think there's any void. Well, not here. There's you definitely can, a void. I've seen it. be on the edge. <laughs> there are, like, Anyhow. five conversations going on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, we had the funeral. We waited as long as it would take to get from the abbey back here, and when you didn't show... I expected as much. I suppose this is good enough time as any. Grandad always uh, always told me, you can do better. Sometimes he said it a bit more approvingly than other times, but it uh, didn't matter what I did. I was so scattered. Always just told me, eh, you can do better. And uh, I felt like I could 
do that at the Abbey, try and make things better for them. And I'd like to think I succeeded, but who knows? I will be better. I will. Oh, one thing that's just... Uh, I'll tell you later. Don't worry about it. He says to Amber. She nods. Yep. I'm going to do better, Grandad. See what we can do to make this place better. All right. Let's go. And As we're leaving, um, I'm going to give Falrock's grandfather's statue corpse double pistols and a wink very respectfully. And I say, he's <coughs> a good kid. Right. Double pistols and a wink very respectfully. <laughs> Yes. It's the highest form of respect I can give another person. Is there, like, anything growing around the the thing? Because this seems like a really good place to drop some magic mushrooms. The oh, God. cemetery is scrupulously clean. Okay. Uh, and Amber takes you back out to the main portion of Agaton Under. Hey, guys. Editor Joe here. Two episodes got spliced together here, so if there is a brief inconsistency in what the players were doing and what they are currently doing, uh, that that would be why. Apologies, but the uh, these last few recording sessions have been kind of weird lengths, and so I've had to do a little splicing to get everything to line up to the appropriate time frame. Uh, enjoy the rest of the show. Uh, Where a lot of you are standing in Agaton Under with Amber and uh, Albrecht. Yes, the bartender. The bartender at the Fainting Goat. Oh, yes. Oh, that he guy. came down here too? Yeah, he's been okay. with you the whole time. He, okay, he definitely stayed upstairs to watch the bar nope. when we went down. He closed it up. All right. Okay. And Al's a cool guy. Right then. And we paid respects to uh, Flint mm-hmm. Donkill, and now we're just kind of shooting the breeze. There was a discussion about chunguses. Yeah, yeah. ritual casting. Unfortunately. I'm ritual, ritual casting. casting. Yep. Searching, yep. Searching he, for a big old chungus. Greg the bear, the giant badger. <laughs> uh, neither of those things are present. All right. Uh, wait another five minutes. Do it again. You don't even... You know, yeah, yeah, I ain't even got to bother you with it. You know, just, just let me know. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you know if anything pings <laughs> on your chungus radar. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Amber turns to you and says, what will you do now? Well, I guess we got to solve this stupid fucking arson thing. (laughs) You don't have to do that. You're strangers here. You have no obligation to us. Well, clearly we have to. All rock. Good point, Amber. All right. Counterpoint, though, Ched, if we do it, (laughs) it'll make that guard guy look like a fucking dumbass. Or or I could just charm him and make him do dumb shit and make him look like a dumbass. But then so you're know saying we should figure him. we should figure out the arsons out of spite. I mean we could frame him. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh okay. I like where this is going now. We, we are approaching we're like <laughs> three degrees below maximum murder hobo. Look, I have <laughs> one rule. What is my one rule? Woe unto those who would cage the wind. That's it. That's the only rule, and he broke it. But he didn't know about the rule. Oh, everyone knows about the rule deep down in their hearts. They've just tricked themselves into believing it doesn't apply anymore because we have walls and homes and surnames. Freedom is a primal thing. It transcends civilization. He knows it. I know it. Everyone knows it. He knows what he did. We are also free now, so we could just not. Too. I don't know. If in the, in the definition leave, of Terrajux, we're all slaves. Yeah. That also, um, if we just let him keep doing his thing and think he was in the right, he's going to do it to someone else who doesn't have our connections and they're going to get screwed over. And I'm not big on oh, that. Okay. okay. How's that our problem? So, that's everyone's problem. Uh, no. Might I just one moment? Might I, I'm all for getting the Eldraxians out of town, but we've got to yeah. make sure that we don't push them out of town in a way that then makes them angrier. So, Oh no, I, I fully understand the interplay between power structures here. So we just kill them all, right? That's the only the, way. No. The justice guy's guy is coming into town. If we make the guard captain guy look like a complete incompetent oaf, we just present that information to the guy in charge and he'll take care of it. 
How does that solve the arson problem? Well, we solve the arson, and that's what does it. And we go, hey, your incompetent guys couldn't do it, but gotcha. we could. Why are you even hiring these guys? Uh, you don't need to be here. They don't need to be here. They wasted your time. So now it's a matter between you and the guards. We're not We're not in this. But what if the guards are replaced by worse guards or like inferior guards because these guys were clearly they, why the Why would they send the more soldiers if the arsons aren't happening? I don't know. I, are this, is the soldier promotion merit-based or is it you know based on uh, genealogy? I'm also, saying they wouldn't the send more soldiers. Are the soldiers stationed here solely to deal with this single investigation? It, it sounds like they that's, that's like a permanent post here in town, you know, fucking running as these big dick sheriffs for the uh, the empire of racists that we are now currently, you know. Look, we're not going to topple the empire of Aldrax, but we can at least make the soldiers go away, and it'll just be the town guards who, as know? I understand it, at least perform a little bit more community policing. Was, is that a fair assumption, Miss? I forgot your name. I feel like Fall, yeah, Fall Amber? Rock or Amber would would know this better than us. Yeah, I turned to Amber and I go, okay, so we've got like the soldiers are here because of the arsons, and then the regular guards are not quite as dicks, correct? We didn't have much in the way of regular guards before. I mean, this is a dwarven forge town. We are more than capable of defending ourselves in times of crisis. Right. So once we solve the arsons, the soldiers go away. Unless the monarchy decides to make a point of Agaton. I suppose. All right. Oh, well, we need to figure out what's going on. Yeah. A minute and a half of a lap, so I forgot what we we're arguing about. Um, let's go get food. <laughs> You're the one who caused that argument. <laughs> Terrajix has had a pocket watch out the whole time. Are you guys still stuck on that arson thing? Come on, let's go. What are we doing again? <laughs> I can eat. <laughs> Let's go get food. I got some rumbly tummy. Balrock turns to Amber and just like, well, you see what I've been dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Heiko always said, you gotta eat well. First meal of the day, it's a big one. Papa Rowley's always said, you gotta eat. Chad gets I mean, it. How can, you, how can you persuade with, I mean, how can you argue with that? You gotta, you gotta eat. eat. Show me something that doesn't eat and I'll show you I mean, it's oh. probably like a super oh. cool magic monster. <laughs> yeah. So. Maybe don't. Farrock to Amber again. So, um, understandably that I'm late. I presume the forge uh, has gone on then, and there's not really an, an inheritance or anything. A bit strapped for, for coin at the moment. <laughs> you cool. need any money? <laughs> I don't, I don't want to sound uncouth. It's just, you know. Well, you're grandfather did leave the forge holdings to you uh, with Travak as a steward, obviously. Okay. So he's been he's been running things in your absence. I, what kind of inheritance are we going to be beneficiaries to? <laughs> so it's already assumed Just that we are up. <laughs> you can It's like him. somebody's inheriting something? <laughs> the, only, the only thing I've ever been in, able to inherit is a hangover. Also, we don't exactly have a place to sleep at the moment, so. All right, we'll make if, a bed out of money. If the old home's still in the the downkill name, I'd like to go home, home to the house. But I, I'm sure I could. I'm sure, Albrecht would be happy to put up a few of us in his rooms. So. Just need to know where we're staying, not to. Um, I think, I think the Donkill home is. I can't remember the details of the will exactly, but I believe it's been empty since Flint died. Hmm. I'm sure nobody would object to you staying there f while you're in town. It'd be nice to not have to pay for a, an inn. I'd have to consult with my aunt on the exact legal positioning of your. Ownership. Squatters rights. Get in there. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I, I want to make sure that this all gets sorted out, and I'm not entirely certain how long we can stay, given the circumstances of our various disappearances. I want to make sure everything's settled and make sure that Travix... Well, I, I know he's taking care of the forge well, but I want to make sure he's taken care of as well. Where will you go? Ugh, I don't know. 
got a few things we're still trying to figure out. Yeah. Stay here. Why? I don't know. I'm not a dwarf. I think staying in any place too long would not be in our best interest, considering that That's fair. There, are, there are people actively uh, trying to find us. To that point, if we can ensure that Agaton is free of Aldraxian influence for the time being before we leave, then I see no reason we couldn't come back here more often. Have this as our evening <coughs> of sorts once we found out the information. I I don't know how realistic that is, since we are, strictly speaking, an Aldraxan town. Well, what use do they have to stay here? All that does is cost them money. Ensuring that the forges are working to capacity to outfit the army is of great interest to the queen. Yeah, but you don't need a battalion to do that. You just need a guy with a clipboard. Well, maybe the, the queen does the... He does the mathomancy stuff, and he goes, ah, numbers have fallen by 10%, and, you know, that stuff. But if the fantasy equivalent of the Mongolians come knocking on the forge doors, it's going to be a problem. And above and beyond that, if the runners of the forge decide to get uppity and uh, try and separate from the kingdom, then the queen's probably going to take issue with that. And so it serves her interests to make sure that we are thoroughly under her thumb. This hasn't been a problem before, though, has it? We haven't had a whole lot of people burning other people alive, no. Man, oh, for we're a still on the arson thing. <laughs> Amber, it, honestly, this isn't, this isn't related to what happened with me, is it? I couldn't tell you. I, I've been pretty busy uh, with my aunt going over a lot of legal work. I, she's talking about retiring, which I didn't realize really? a duchess could do, but really, if anybody could, it'd be my aunt. Truth to that. <clears throat> well, I get the impression she doesn't plan on being in office much longer one way or the other. Well, we'll certainly make things easier for you. We can get this figured out. Which string do we want to pull first? Uh, let me skim back through my to-do list. Uh, Should we investigate any of the burnt-down buildings, or is there anything even left to? It's not a bad idea. You could. Um, I'm not sure that the neighborhood watch would take kindly to you snooping around a crime scene. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, if any of the crime scenes been cleared, usually when serial arsons happen, like the first couple are the ones where the the most mistakes are made, and that's where you can catch people. Those were months ago. Hmm. Out of oh. character, how do you know that, Christopher? <laughs> it's true for serial murderers. So I'm just, tr- I'm like, <laughs> you're extrapolating. extrapolating. Yeah. Yes. Jesus. The only problem with framing someone, aside from it being somewhat difficult to do, is it doesn't actually resolve the arson problem. Yeah, and there's a pretty big morality issue along with that too. Like again, that person <laughs> is evil. So yeah. just just because they're evil doesn't mean we get to do evil things to them. It's not killing someone who's evil isn't also evil. That's not yes, how that it works. Sure it is. It's not in self-defense or defense of someone else that they're about to kill. Uh, he's going to kill someone someday. <laughs> it's going to keep Hello? escalating. Whoa. Where, where are we going here? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I don't know. You're all still hung up on this arson thing. I think it's an obsession at this point. I think that the arson's probably a lot easier solved than we think. Is just we need to take a different approach and not be bound by uh, you know dwarven customs and dwarven law. See, we're coming at it from a completely different perspective. Also, we're not incompetent. What about that? <laughs> well, Albrecht told us all that he knows. Amber has been very busy learning the legalities of being oh, a duchess. Oh, shit. Um, that's how we could do it. I have the guard captain's voice. Oh. I was about to say, Tharok knows one other person who runs his grandfather's forge. We can go and at least ask him and see if he knows anything. Okay. That's a good first step. he works on the surface. So that's, that's my move anyways. But then again, I'm also not, not going to be found around the problem sites or the crime scenes yeah i think we could probably let the heat cool for like a day or two pun very intended 
Nice. I don't know. Right. It might be uh, might be important to check it out while it's still fresh. Oh, while the coals are fresh. Yeah, strike while the iron's hot. Exactly. No. Leyland, do you what? What and, do you want to do? Since I think you're our best shot at actually getting something out of you're like our amateur fire marshal here. <laughs> I don't know about that, but this is Fall Rock's home, so whatever he wants, he I will gun. support. Okay, I'm I'm okay with that. It's just fire is the antithesis of blue people, so I don't I don't really care. I don't like fire. Hmm. Fire's okay. I'd put it at three out of four on the elements. Five out of seven. Yeah. No, I mean, like, it, it's pretty l- closely ranked below storms, but yeah, it's decent. <clears throat> it loses to storms, so, you know, fine in my books. <laughs> Occasionally caused by storms. Like, fire can be an ally. Let's go talk so, to your fortune friend. <coughs> How are we going to investigate these... Uh, arsons without being suspicious, being thought of as suspicious. Okay, two options. I could do it as an animal, but we we either go in disguise in the daylight, either as an animal, or we run interference on the guards with like a diversion or something, or we go in the dead of night. Last time they only found us because we weren't sneaking because we thought we didn't have to. But right, um, I got a very very sneaky. Yes, exactly. Or says Amber. I could, we could go talk to my aunt and she could commission you to investigate the arsons as an independent party. Fire marshal. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that would be be awesome if we had legal standing for this. I want to, yeah. Yeah. I just want the hat. The the political situation in Agaton is mildly divisive since it's, strictly speaking, it's an Aldraxan city. But Amber's aunt, Helja, is recognized by Aldrax as the Agate Duchess, and she resides here, so this is technically also the seat of the Agate Duchy. Also, in all the paperwork, the adventuring party is led by a human, so, you know, it'll be fine. She does have some pull here, even though, strictly speaking, the town owes fealty to the Queen of of Aldrox. Well, that, I'd say we go the most legal route, especially if our plan is to try to put, pin it all on the guards. Well, I would appreciate <laughs> it if you solve the arsons. Yeah. If you're going to try and do this. That, that would be the best case scenario. All right. Who, all right. Make your bets now. My guess is the queen did it. What do you think? Um... I'm going to say it was probably uh, a real estate mogul looking to uh, drive down property values, buy them up, and then build a strip mall. Mm, Do they have strip malls here in Aldrax? They do now. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, Okay, yeah, it's a a superior Juxian custom. Never mind. Um, Were the buildings burned down again? Weren't they both bars? I think they were. Uh, a bar that was burned down. Oh, okay. But the other one, one like the very first one. And they converted another bar into a guard post, right? Or like the jail. Oh, okay. The only real factor that all of the buildings that burned down have in common is that they were full of Aldroxan soldiers when they were burnt. I mean, Uh the arsonist has good taste. Well, I, I can't agree to that, but at the same time, Ah. <laughs> Perhaps there's someone in the town who is trying to force the Aldrax, the Aldraxian hand into taking more ownership of the city. Oh, interesting! Like an inside, oh, like an inside job. Yeah, like let's, let's find out. Let's find out. Let's go get. Let's go get deputized. Yes, some sort of Reichstag fire. <clears throat> yep, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna start start now. Sorry, you have way too many people in this building. It's not up to code. Have to, <laughs> the best part is that Desmond doesn't need a fire hydrant to put out fires. Nope. Exactly. <laughs> so um as I you know, I like I shoulder Desmond a little, I get close, I'm like, hey, if you need me to start any fires so you can look good, just you know. Um the the code word for that is gonna be uh will wisp. Gotcha. <laughs> Well, right. Chet can make fire in his hand, too, so I can just make a, like, yeah. a, a water gun with my finger and just put it out. Yeah. <laughs> I think you did that once already. Yep. <laughs> that, that definitely has happened. That has happened. All right. 
Well, yeah, let's go solve this arson. And then, you know, worst case scenario, we'll go from there. That was a semantically null. (laughs) It contained no meaning. (laughs) Lead the way, Amber and Falrock. So Amber and uh, Albrecht take you back up to the fainting goat via the hidden staircase that you descended. Mm-hmm. And he pulls the, the lever again and it returns. Well, yeah. So he, he brings it back down because obviously he had to set it back up when, when you left. Mm-hmm. Otherwise people would notice that there was a hidden staircase behind the bar. Yes. Um, so he restores everything to its normal condition uh, and he resumes polishing the glass and he nods and says, it was good to see you again, Farak. Uh, stop by anytime. You're always welcome here. Will do. Pleasure as always, Albrecht. I step outside for some fresh air. Uh, the air is very fresh. Ah. I'm very it's proud surface of you, by world. Way, <laughs> No hyperventilating. <laughs> holding his breath the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Exhale while underground, your soul leaves your body. That's not, that's not true. It's really not. And uh, Amber sweeps you guys along to... It's a snow shovel. Yeah. <laughs> to the Torren estate, uh, seat of the the Duchy of Agate. Ooh, ah, what luxury. It's it's not very luxurious. It's large, but functional. So no marble busts? Uh, no marble busts. Ah. Dwarves typically reserve marble for columns. Mm, so no, like, no, no marble seats. They're... Like statuary and stuff, they tend to cast out of metal. The okay. seat is actually a petrified tiger. <clears throat> no. Oh, in my mind's eye, they cast each butt cheek so that you know exactly where to sit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could have they could use stone shape to make like a custom fitted chair. Yeah. Ah, oh, that sounds luxurious. Mm-hmm. This is a common practice in the mountain home among the very wealthy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, she sweeps sweeps you into the estate uh, through the gates. There are dwarven guards outside, and you know, they give her a nod as she as she passes. They give you suspicious looks. I look uh, like a well-to-do gentleman. I I look like I belong here. Like I'm inspecting it for you know fire. <laughs> <laughs> no fire here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's fire in the fireplace. Properly contained. Move along. <laughs> uh, and you can see that Amber is taking you across the gardens towards uh, a woman who appears to be trimming hedges with a battle axe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she says, uh, Aunt Helja, we have visitors. And uh, the woman turns around just, Hello, welcome back. Oh, Farrakh, it's so good to see you. And she sweeps you up into a hug and she does that thing that like uh, fancy old ladies do where she kisses you on one cheek and then on the other cheek. And then she like tugs your beard and she's like, it, this, is, this is shorter. You'll have, to, you'll have to grow it out for the wedding. The wedding? <gasps> There's a wedding? Uh-oh. Haven't you told him, dear? I start Uh-oh. slicking back my hair. Uh-oh. Who's the lucky lady? And Amber shuffles her feet. Oh, yeah. Pray tell, Mrs. Doubtfire, who is it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Duchess Helja carries on without waiting for Amber to respond. It's like, so there's been some restructuring in the the Duchy of Onyx, and you are now... Mm, how close was it to your twentieth? Your twentieth in line to the to the throne. Oh, I've been writing your family, and we think it would be a splendid idea to form an, a marital alliance between the uh, Duchy of Agate and the Duchy of Onyx. And so you have been arranged to marry my dear niece here in six months. <laughs> I slap Falrock between the shoulder blades and go, "Congrats, man!" I fall on my face. (laughs) (laughs) Just tip forward. (laughs) Well, someone get this man a seltzer. I'm just patting him on the shoulder and I go, Falrock, you don't even have to ask. I'll take care of everything. No, please don't. Start moving again. Bachelor party. (laughs) 
Tara Jared Ducks was taking wedding. care of everything, there would be rocks served for dinner at the wedding. So, oh, <laughs> what else? What else would they? Say? I I do not believe that hurtful myth. That is Desmond's <laughs> wheelhouse. Uh, so. Anyway, we are very much looking forward to having you in the family. It'll be matrilineal, of course. You don't really stand to lose any titles here. And the rest of you... So the the woman who is talking to you is a... mm, She is a substantive woman. Uh, (laughs) There is a lot of Helja Torin. uh, (laughs) (laughs) And at first glance, it looks like she is dressed in like a fine silk dress but upon closer inspection you see it's the five <laughs> no <laughs> it is actually uh dwarven chain silk oh which is like it's it looks fancy it feels fancy it is 100 percent battle ready that is that's the kind of dress i want mm-hmm. <laughs> um and you would she she has such a disarming air about her that you almost neglect to notice that her battle axe is nearly as tall as she is, and that her hairpins are, in point of fact, very sharp daggers. Of course. I approve. Talk about your concealed gear. Best thing. Uh, I, in another is... campaign, I am making that character now. <laughs> uh, I do bow to her. Woman. In, I bow to her in the traditional Juxian fashion. I introduce myself and then my party members. Amber says, uh, may I introduce to you Helja Torin, Agate Duchess, my aunt. These are, and she goes through and introduces each of you. Uh, and oh, so delightful to meet you! I assume you're friends of Farak, and she holds her hand out. Oh yes, he's told us wonderful things about you, <laughs> ma'am. You have a lovely fireproof home. <laughs> <laughs> what a strange thing to say. <laughs> he's from the south. <laughs> He is a cleric of Aquila, so he he very much likes fireproof things. I have to say, dear, we were very worried about you when you didn't turn up for your grandfather's funeral. I I was held up, yes. Um, I got back here as fast as I could. Uh, honestly, I did. I'll vouch for that. Hmm. I imagine it's quite the story. Uh, yes, so, perhaps yeah. another time. <laughs> well, Desmond starts to open his mouth and like Leyland just goes and covers it. Yeah. <laughs> For another time. Oh, uh, quite the story. We'd certainly like to help figure out what's going on here. Uh, there's certainly a larger old Jackson influence and uh, arsons, I've heard. Yes, I. some bullheaded fool has decided to try and drive off the Aldraxians by burning them out, or maybe somebody's trying to secure more power here for Aldrax by making it look like there are rebels, one way or the other. People are dying, and I don't approve. Well, what can we do to help? We can certainly try and find out who did it. Hmm. Yes, I suppose that somebody who's been away this long would be qualified as an illegal third party. She narrows her eyes for a moment. Cleric of Aquila, right here. Very anti-fire. That's... really? A cleric? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I can get the paperwork uh, set up in perhaps half an hour or so, and you will be uh, formally employed as uh, consultants on the arson matter by the Agate Duchy. I'm I'm sure the compensation is just, you know, a minor detail. Oh, don't you worry about that? Any friend of Farrakh is a friend of mine. Wonderful. Well, uh, there's also the matter of I obviously missing a funeral, missed out on the reading of my grandfather's will. Um, oh, yes, of course. Oh, silly me. Uh, you are the official and legal owner of the Reforge, currently being held for you by Travok, of course as was listed in your grandfather's will. You are also the inheritor of the Donkill estate here in Agaton, although that has uh, fallen into a little bit of disrepair since nobody has been around to maintain it. I send somebody out once in a while to make sure that it's not going to fall apart, but... uh, Thank you for that. Your grandfather's estates, let me think. That about covers it. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at the will to see exactly how much you are inheriting, but 
I know it wasn't a terrible lot. Most of his funds he he reinvested into the reforge, as you know. Mm-hmm. No, that that's fine. I just wanted to make sure that, it, well, if I had a house or if I didn't have a house, it was going to good use. That's all. No, it is it is yours, and unless you wish to give it to someone else. Well, not at the moment. No. That seems wise, dear. Well, uh, I I would like to go see how uh, Travak is doing and. Uh, See what kind of repairs the house needs, I suppose, and uh, I'll leave my compatriots here to get that legal paperwork going, and uh, I'll meet back with them 45 minutes or so. Very good. And she disappears into the estate. That's probably a good place to stop for the night. But we never found the giant chungus. Next time on (laughs) The Search for the Chungus Continues. (laughs) So, thank you for joining us for this adventure. It was kind of all over the place tonight. (laughs) Um, It was always going to be. There was no way we were going to get through this scene without ridiculousness. (laughs) Yep. I've been Joe, your dungeon master for uh, the Alchemist Club. Joining me were... Uh, Daniel. I play Ched Fleet, Chungus Seeker. Hey, <laughs> all. Playing the, uh, the waterbender, Ch- Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. Matt, and I play Leyland. I'm Waffle, and I play Tamek Sinclair. Thanks for <laughs> <No>. joining <laughs> <laughs> No, you can't change it. I've already introduced you. <laughs> <laughs>